Hey, what's up, everybody? This is the Eric with the Game Plus Podcast. I want to wish all the mothers out there a happy Mother's Day. I'm just sitting around, chilling, and somebody posted something about the, the Wii U on Facebook, and they were wondering why the Wii U sold so terribly and the Switch is selling so good. When we look at the library of games, some of the best games on the Switch were sequels or re-releases of games that came out or originated on the Wii U. And I'll say it's a really good point. When I think about the games that I own on my Switch, I have Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, which is just the Wii U Mario Kart 8 with DLC. I bought Splatoon 2 when it came out. Which really, I mean, it's a sequel to Splatoon, but there's not, I, I don't think there's that much difference, you know, between the games. Uh, Mario Maker 2, a true sequel, a, a lot of additions, but again, you know, Mario Maker came out on Wii U. I don't think it sold very good. Breath of the Wild was a Wii U game. I mean, there's tons of games, you know. Uh, the Wii U just did not sell very well. I am one of those people that bought a Wii U. And I enjoyed it um, for what it was. There's things I didn't care. I, You know, like the, the Talbot controller, it was cool on certain things. Which I can't even, like Mario Maker 2, like. The Wii U was, or Mario Maker, I'm sorry. The Wii U was made for Mario Maker. Just being able to use that tablet it, to build your levels, it just, it made perfect sense. And I, I've always said this, that Mario Maker should have been a Wii U launch title. Because if you needed a game to to show the public what the system could do, there was no better game than Mario Maker. You know, that right there. It would have it would have proved the concept of the Wii U controller, the Wii U tablet, but they didn't have anything like that, you know, like yeah, you know, Breath of the Wild was on it, and you can use it as a map, but that was pretty much what they did with every game. It's like oh, you can use the tablet as a map. I remember playing one of the Batman Arkham games. I can't, uh, Batman Origins or something like that, and I think you used it to the same extent it was just a map really outside of Mario Maker I can't remember any game that I had on my Switch or on my Wii U where the tablet did anything other than act as a map it was cool that you know I could be playing on the tablet and my kids could still be watching the TV but the range of the Wii U tablet controller, it, it wasn't, it wasn't that far. And I just think that uh, if it was marketed a little bit better, and they would have had the games coming out early on, that they had coming out when the system was almost already dead, we would be remembering the Wii U much differently today than we do. Like, they came out 
with so many just heavy hitter games like back to back, just pumping them out. Like Mario Kart Eight, uh, Mario Maker, Smash Brothers. Like it was just so many games coming out, and and those are just from like the Nintendo games. I might have been like naming any other, you know, games that they had. Those are just the games that came out that kind of like put some fresh blood into the system. But by then, it was too little, too late. You know, you still had a system that people didn't really understand from the first day that you revealed the system. I remember watching the direct when they revealed it. And it was like, what is that? Like, is the tablet the console? Like, is there, like, they didn't even show the actual Wii U console itself. They, I think they only showed the tablet. So you're like, what, like, is this a handheld? Like, what is it? Like, what, what is its purpose? Like, what does it do? Like, why should we care about this? And it's crazy thinking back to that direct and then thinking about when they revealed the Switch. And it was just like night and day. Like, from the first moment they showed you the Nintendo Switch, you knew exactly what it what it was. What it was. You knew exactly what they were trying to do. There wasn't any, like, I, I'm confused about this. Like, you knew it. Like, we knew. Like, it just, it made sense. Like, they got rid of everything negative about the Wii U in just one fell swoop. Just, instead of it just being portable in your living room, the Switch, you can actually take it with you. The, the tablet is way more versatile than the Wii U ever could be. The Joy-Cons, a really cool idea. A really cool idea. Like, when I think about my Switch, it's not near as powerful as my Xbox One or my PlayStation 4. But I don't own the PlayStation 4 anymore. I still have my Xbox. And I probably still play my Xbox more, but my, my Switch gets a lot of play. And it's just... It's a really good addition to have. Like, any gamer should have a Switch and something else. You know? You don't have to have all three. Really isn't a reason to have all three. Now, I do wish I still had a PlayStation sometimes, but I can live without it. But yeah, I think the Switch is a great companion to any of the other two systems just because. A lot of the games that are on Switch, you just have to be able to get them on Xbox and PlayStation 4. Like, I have this list right here. It's the top 25 games. These are some games made uh, on the Switch in Liquid Theater. You have the Wonderful 101. Uh, this is a great example of a game that did not sell on Switch. And it's being uh, remastered. Or, I'm sorry, I keep saying Switch. The Wonderful 101 didn't sell very well on the Wii U, and it's being remastered for the Switch. Well, I say it comes out sometime this summer. Zombie U was actually a game that uh, did some really cool stuff with the the tablet controller for the Wii U. I, that actually would be kind of cool if they re-released it on the Switch. But Zombie U was actually one of the one of the better games. I do remember having that game for a while. Deus Ex. Again, the game that just used the tablet controller for a map. Donkey Kong Country, Tropical Freeze. This is a game, a Wally Stage. They re-released this on the Switch. Tokyo Mirage Sessions. I 
another game they re-released on Switch because they just had to re-release these games. These are some really good games that, like, we think about it, no one got a chance to play because not many people had the Switch or had the Wii U. It really sucks when you think about it because they're not going to be able to re-release everything because some of these games are just, they're just gone. But yeah, I'm glad that they learned their lesson from that. That Wii U reveal, it was terrible. Didn't really explain anything. Just kind of left everyone in the dark. I kind of feel that way about these new consoles coming out. Uh, you got the Xbox Series X, the PlayStation 5 coming out. And we know the specs, you know, we know all the all the gaudy numbers that they always try to throw out there, you know, all the teraflops and all this this garbage they, they, they push out there for us to hear about these new systems and it's like for someone that's been playing games as long as I have, I honestly don't care about the power of the system and I I haven't cared about the power of the system in a very long time. Now I want the games to look good. But, like, I'm not expecting, at this point, the games are going to look good. You know, where we are now in game development and how the, ga- the games look, like, graphical fidelity, I don't think could get much better than where it's at. So, I'm looking for what the controller looks like. I'm looking for, you know, the online ecosystem or whatever. Uh, I'm looking for, like, what type of exclusive games or systems that I have, you know, what new additions are we going to add? What are you going to add to the gaming experience to make me care about the system? You know, it just, it looking better or, you know, sounding nicer. I mean, these are all good things. Load times being cut in half or just cut completely. These are all good things. What else are we, what else are we doing? PlayStation 5 controller, I'm not a fan of that controller. I really like the look of the Xbox controller, but it's an it's an Xbox controller. They normally have good controllers. Another reason why I appreciate Nintendo is because whenever they do come out with system, they are actually trying things new, uh, trying to push boundaries in gaming. Because gaming can't just stay the same. I guess it could stay the same, but it's good to have someone that is trying to push the envelope or, or change or. modernize, you know, the gaming landscape, and I think the Switch has done a very good job of that. Uh, It's been a long time since we've had a console that you can just have and just have people come over and you guys can all enjoy it, you know? Like, yeah, you can do that on Xbox and PlayStation if you have multiple controllers. Not many people have multiple controllers because controllers cost a lot. Like, if you get like a top of the line Xbox controller, PlayStation controller, even the Switch Pro controller, 70, 60, 70 bucks, easy. Easy 60, 70 bucks. So, that's kind of hard to have multiple controllers to, to play these games. I have my Switch, has two Joy Cons on it. I have a Pro controller, and I have. A wired controller. Wired controller was like 20 bucks. That's already four controllers right there. The two that came with the system. 
uh, the $20 wired one that I bought, and then the, the Pro Controller I got for Christmas. That's four controllers for people that come over. My kids are with me. We can all play, you know, Bomberman. We can all play Mario Kart. We can all play Smash Brothers. They use the Joy-Cons. I use the Pro Controller. It's real cool. Really convenient. I'm not sure what the, what Nintendo's doing with their new system. Uh, the rumored Switch Pro, people like to call it. Is it a more powerful Switch? Like, you know, what is it? Is it a Switch that is only a home console? It's not portable? To me, that would probably make the most sense. Uh, just because I don't see a more powerful portable switch being feasible, just because the battery life on the switch. Uh, can't really remember the number right now. How long the battery will last? But can you imagine how crappy the battery would be if it was like an Xbox One and you could just walk around with it? I don't see them doing anything like that. It's just they came out with the Switch Lite, which is a version of Switch that you can't dock, it, to me it wouldn't make sense if they just came out with a with a standalone console for the Switch. Uh, with beefy effects, just better graphics, better processing power, things like that. Actually, I would love that. Because I don't, it depends on what I'm playing, but I don't play many games portable. Like, I take it to work with me. I play Pokemon. Pokemon is one game I play portable. Fire Emblem is a game that I play portable. But, uh, Breath of the Wild, I mean, all the games portable. If I have my Switch with me, I'll play anything. But I do like to play, like, Mario Maker, Breath of the Wild. I love to play that dock on my TV. For whatever reason. But yeah, just thinking about the Wii U, looking at it right now, it's still on my shelf. I uh, haven't plugged it in a long time. I actually charged the tablet about a week ago. It still works. And I have some really good games on it. So one day soon, uh, whenever I feel like digging up the wires and plugging it up, I'm probably going to hook it back up and turn it back on and relive the magic that the Wii U could have had. But the Switch is doing just fine, so happy about that. And definitely looking forward to seeing what they do in the future with the new console that they're going to come out with. I would assume they would have to announce it next year, if not sometime this year. They already came out and said they're not planning on a new Switch system. I don't know if that means they're not, not going to announce anything this year, but I mean, there's definitely nothing coming out this year from them. Hardware-wise, but yeah, uh, that pretty much sums up what I want to talk about today. Just had the urge to talk about the Wii U um, for whatever reason that was. Uh, on the WWE front, though, there is the Money in the Bank pay-per-view. Probably starts at 7 p.m. Go through the have the pre-show. Maybe have a pre-show that starts at six. Uh, but yeah, I will be watching that. Might have to drop a podcast about what I think about that. Might do some predictions for the matches. 
Uh, so, yeah, for my WWE fans and the professional wrestling fans out there, I look forward to that. Thank you guys for listening. As always, follow me on Twitter at GamingPlus2. Check us out on the web at thegamingplus.com. Like us on Facebook, Gaming Plus Podcast. Peace.